we switched things out in the salon and then we started implementing some of these marketing strategies and we sat mm. down and we really laid out like bare bones. We just redid everything, the business plan, everything that we wanted. And we talked about well, what are our perfects? What are our top tens? What are the things that are non-negotiable? What are the things we really want? What's going to set us apart? And just like getting really, really vulnerable with that. And that's mm. how we laid out our marketing strategy. Hey Slay, hey everyone, it's me, Jay, and I'm with my girl, Nina, and welcome back to the No Stylist Left Behind podcast. We want to thank our sponsors at Oligo Professional. We love you so much. And Nina, I just want to say right now to you in the flesh, as I'm looking at you through this Zoom, that you are so iconic. I love you so much. You're my bestie, and I am forever grateful for you. Oh my goodness. I always feel like I'm so prepared, but you just drop it like it's hot. I love you so much. Thank you. Thank you for that little piece and nugget of information. I'm going to swallow it. I'm going to scarf it up right now. (laughs) I love you. Thank you so much for always just being supportive. And also too, like, we are just so grateful that we get to do what we do with you, like with everyone that tunes in to, to listen and supports yeah. us. And we just love sharing information and doing this together. And, uh, hopefully, you know, everybody tuning in finds us comical at times and just trying to keep it 100 all the time. So Amen. I love doing this with you and thank you so much to everyone that is supporting us and has supported us for the longest time. Thank you. Thank you. And guess what? What? We love you, but we're coming in hot today. Let's go. Listen, we are talking about marketing. We've talked about branding. We've talked about social media. We've talked about all the things, but we really haven't had a guest come on and talk about marketing. And we have the perfect person. She's my friend and I love her and she's beautiful and she's super smart. Mm. And I just love listening to her tips about marketing and branding. So I'm not even going to speak one more word until I, until I bring her in. (laughs) So welcome our beautiful and amazing guest, Ambrosia Carey. She's a master hairstylist, salon owner, and educator, and a force to be reckoned with. Welcome Ambrosia. So, so nice to have you. Woo woo. Thank you so much guys for having me on here. And I love the intros, all the love that you guys are giving each other. I feel so much energy from just coming through the screen, coming through the ears, all the things. So thank you for having me guys. Yeah. And Prasha, we had a moment together at the air gathering and I just was hanging on every word that you spoke. It comes with so much passion and clarity. So you are the perfect magical woman to be talking about this to all of our listeners. So we're excited. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I love passing on my knowledge to other people, but yes. the connectivity in our industry, just this, the synergy that we get to feed off of one another, it's unparalleled. You can't match that. And I feel like, I mean, I've met so many different facets of our industry, but hairstylist to hairstylist, there is like yeah. some kind of, um, you can't even explain it in words. It can't be summed up in words, but it's a feeling that you get. And that that's the magic that gets our industry moving and going. Yep. So I, I love, I mean, I, I enjoy you guys, but I've loved watching your journey and being a part of it too. And so thank you again for having me. Oh, you're the sweetest. I know. And I just love 
chatting with you and I've had you in my online membership program and you shared such great tips. And I just love, I just love learning from other people and Mm -hmm. you really are sharing such great information when it comes to marketing and branding. And I know that our listeners are going to learn so much today. Before we get into that, we always just like to do a little bit of an intro, just so people have an idea of, you know, who you are and how you entered into this business, why you chose this industry and kind of how it led you to where you are today. So give us all the goods. Oh my gosh. Okay. So let me roll up my sleeves for this. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I, I guess I should start out by saying that I think sometimes people can get a little overwhelmed by the word marketing because it feels Mm. really heavy And by trade, I mean, we've all learned how to take care of people. Like we got into this industry mostly because we wanted to make people feel good, right? Like that's what most people are saying when they get into the industry. And then we get inundated by all these techniques and there's things being thrown at us left and right. And now all of a sudden we have to be like experts in social media and we have to know how to market. We have to know branding and like how many people have been, and there's all this like self-proclaimed stuff. And we're slowly losing our trust also because of all these self-proclaimed experts. And what I found is that the more you can be authentic to Mm. you and who you are. Mm -hmm. And it's sad to me that that word has been so abused and overused. But if we think about the core values of like who we are as a person and what it is that the message that we want to send across. And if you could be, if you could have every single person sitting in your chair, that's like a best friend or somebody who inspires you to be more than who you are today, I mean, how amazing would that be? And they pay you for that. That's yes. so cool. Right. So it's like, if you make um, relationships with people, make sure you're making relationships with people who stretch you and grow you in a really healthy way and make you feel good. There's plenty of them out there. They're raising mm. their hands or opening their arms, Go, run into their arms, man. Do not waste your time with people who make you feel badly about yourself. Mm. Just think about your core values. And that extension of that is what marketing is. Ooh. Wow. Well, that was amazing. And even like before we even got into marketing, right? I think even like before we got into like the deep questions that we're going to ask you, but I think um, I loved how you explained it because it can be very overwhelming. You know, we're photographers, we're doing interviews, we are therapists, we're listening to people, we're consoling people, we're hairstylists by trade, we have technique to learn. There's so many things going on. Uh, And I love that we're going to kind of break this down a little bit smaller for everyone in bite-sized pieces. But before that, why did you choose, why did you, aside from making people feel good, why did you choose this business and how long have you been in the industry? I've been in the industry for 22 years. Yes. <laughs> Rolling up on me. I saying over 20 years. <laughs> now that I've passed the 20 year mark, because nope. it just feels so heavy. Every time I see it, I'm just like, oh, <laughs> my night cream, give me, give me my eye serum. You know? Anyway, aside from that, um, I got into the industry like so many other people did. I kind of spoke to, but I love making relationships. I love community. I love a big family. I grew up with a very small family mm-hmm. and my background, I'm half Japanese, half German. So everything was like tightly, you know, laid out, very structured. I had like my tap dance lessons and my, I had to, you know, I was a girl scout until I was in, in high school. It was like an embarrassingly long time. Yes. <laughs> I was 18. Like my mom just wanted me to be perfect at everything. Mm. So when I found this industry, it's, it is one of those things I've noticed that a lot of us hairstylists are artistic, but we're also perfectionists Mm -hmm. fault sometimes because Mm -hmm. we want to be perfect to everyone. We want everyone to love us. And 
the reality of it is the more that we can make relationships with the right people, Mm. then the more we can actually grow upon that and we get to be our best selves. And so this industry, oh my God, I mean, I've learned a lot in this industry, but it's taught me to be a better person. It's taught me to like be selfless, to be outside of myself. The more that I taught and gave, the more I received in return. Mm. So I was at the same salon for 15 years. I was their lead educator. I was burning the intern and I was cranking those clients out. I literally, you guys, I had five chairs going. Like it was super oh my goodness. You know, wow. model. But um, what's crazy about it is I was making like probably the most money I, I ever made in my career. But I was miserable. I was so unhappy. I had like three assistants coming in and helping me out. You could see the the looks that everyone's giving each other, the shifty eyes, you know, you're wiping your brows all the time. Your clients are unsure. Like, do I want to keep seeing her? You know, I felt like this is huge assembly line and it felt so disconnected. So getting back to that connectivity piece, there's always a price to pay. So the yes. price could be the cost. It could be your health. It could be your moral code. So just getting back to those roots a little bit really helped me become the educator that I am today. So I reached this opportunity where I went to a dinner party one night, totally had nothing on the radar, even close to owning a salon, you guys, because I was traveling all the time. I was teaching. I was super passionate about that. But when I met this particular salon owner, she and I just hit it off. You know, it's kind of like that first date that you go on somebody and you're like, yes. we're getting married. It's yeah. happening. This is the one. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like uh, you just have this like synergy that you connect with one another. So she and I, we just, we basically closed the restaurant down because we were like having our intimate moment, our conversation. And we decided that, okay, we can join forces. We can do this together. So I introduced like kind of a new business model. We switched things out in the salon. And then we started implementing some of these marketing strategies. And we sat Mm. down and we really laid out like bare bones. We just redid everything, the business plan, everything that we wanted And we talked about what are our perfects? What are our top tens? What are the things that are non-negotiable? What are the things we really want? What's going to set us apart? And just like getting really, really vulnerable with that. And that's Mm. how we laid out our marketing strategy. And we, I shit you not guys, we, I I don't know if I can cuss on here. Sorry. Sure you can. Bring it on. tripled our business. We tripled our business. It was insane. So I want to share with you guys what you can do. And I want you guys to walk away feeling like super empowered. I want you guys to walk away feeling like I can totally do this too. And I don't have to, I hear a lot of people saying like, I live in a small town Mm. or I'm in a really busy area or, you know, it's just, there's all these excuses and I can share you with you guys how you can actually strategize and build your business the same. Let's get right into it because the first thing that I think is important in step number one, I talk about this a lot in terms of knowing yourself and who you are as a hairstylist. I also talk about defining your perfect target client. And I want you to share steps on defining your perfect target client because that is kind of like the foundation to then marketing, right? You have to know who you are first. And then you have to create a strategy wrapped around that. So what is your definition when it comes to, or what are your steps when it comes to defining your perfect target client? Okay. There's two parts to this. Mm -hmm. Your perfect target client is a mixture between the people who are already coming in to see you today and the people that you really want, like your dream clients. I call those your swan clients. 
So your swan clients are the ones who they, they buy all the products from you. They rebook with you. They refer people to you. You know, they are your biggest cheerleaders. Yes. Get to know them inside and out. Don't just get to know their hair, get to know what's underneath that hair, get to understand them, like know their steps before they know their steps. So once you figure that part out, your existing clients, then it's easier for you to reach your target clients. It all starts from what's sitting in your chair because I see wow. so much glorification and just like, how do we get more? How do we get more? Well, like slow down for a second. Like, how do you take care of the ones who are sitting there now? And you build up that relationship. They will be your cheerleaders. They will be out there handing out flyers. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they want to be a part of your growing and budding business because they love you so much and they want to shout it out from the rooftops. You guys, yeah. you come up at their dinner parties, you come up in conversation, you know, you come up at their zoom calls when they're having meetings. So make sure you, you capitalize on that. And by capitalizing, it's not taking advantage. It's taking care of somebody because it's enough for them to be inspired to want to take care of you back. So in a nutshell, the way that you can attract your perfect target market is get to know who's sitting in to see you now and how do you amplify that and how do you make a better relationship with them? And then once you make that better relationship, it's so much easier to broadcast that out on other social platforms on, and even through a search engine, like you can do that through search engine, um, through keywords and through your website and through email marketing. And so even through blog posts. So there are other things that would take like a whole separate podcast, <laughs> but I'm going to try to just narrow it down to the smallest pieces as we're talking through this. Wow. I'm fired up about that. I, I feel like we forget about the special humans, the investors that are already sitting there and tapping into that and actually digging maybe a little bit deeper to out of those guests, like we're talking about that are walking in, what is your favorite? What really like drives you so then you can niche and like, you know, over time, really niche out your clientele to the people that are already sitting in your chair. Whoa. I don't know about you, Nina, but that like fired me up. Mm, I'm, listen, I'm ready. <laughs> and I, <laughs> well, I do want to, oh, you can go. No, I was going to say, I mean, it's kind of crazy because once you start talking to your clients and you really find out yeah. why it is that they come back in to see you, you might be surprised by the answers they give you. You might be surprised by the information they relate to you. I know for a fact, my clients love that. I'm so passionate about educating it's, it's not like it stops at hair. I mean, I, educate, right. I try to pass on as many things as I possibly know. And if I don't know the answer, they know I'm going to figure it out. Yes. I'm going to find that answer for them. So they love the energy that goes behind it because I'm so passionate about it. So really seeking inside yourself to figure out well, what is it that I'm so passionate about that? It's like a non-negotiable that I have to do this in order to drive myself or propel myself to the next level or the next step or whatever it is that you feel like your greater purpose is. And tapping into that and being able to be around, like you, you have the right people in your corner, you know, I mean, it's like understanding who you're marketing to is an extension of understanding who your best friends are or who the people are in your yes. corner, like your top five people, right? Yes. Like those your clients. I, I want to dive deeper into this. Um, so now we're aware, right? We're looking around, we're defining that perfect target client. What should stylists be doing to market them? Maybe give us a couple like tips and tricks that you see that 
works for you. Um, and then also I want to, it's a two part. So I want you to break down. What does that look like for someone who's a solo entrepreneur and someone who's leading a team? Is there a difference or can you handle it the same way? Okay. So part one, plan it out, plan it out by choosing two to five key performance performance indicators to measure. So yes. like, are you looking for click throughs? Are you looking for shares? Are you looking for traffic? And then I always tell people, and this would, I would say it's safe to say for, for most platforms to set aside 5% of your income for marketing purposes. So that would be your ads, or that would be your efforts that you're putting forward and getting that traffic back into your business and then let others support you. So yes. you have, like I mentioned, your cheerleaders sitting in your chair let them take selfies, um, host contests, and then even have a model release. On your model release, the agreement is that you're going to be doing this at cost. And in return, they're going to be sharing their experience on, with social media, whether it be a testimonial or if they're posting about that on Instagram or on Facebook, whatever that platform is that you feel like your dream clients are living. And then build that rapport. So, um, I, and I think we can talk a little bit more about this, but email marketing is a really big one for our clients to really keep that relationship going. Uh, about 59% of our target, or sorry, 59% of our revenue generation actually happens through email marketing. And so if you can make a better relationship with your clients, uh, you can do the wow. same through affiliates. You can do the same through uh, your contests. You can do the same through your rebooking. Like you can have a click through for that. So you can do that. And then, like I was mentioning before, keyword research is big. So if you go to Google and you type in, I'm going to say, just take a regular sheet of paper, a regular sheet of paper. Don't stop until that sheet of paper is full. So start mm -hmm. at the very top, go to Google type in your city and then start typing in salon, start typing in hairstylist, start top typing in, uh, let's say you do balayage, start typing in like, uh, for example, for where I live, Portland balayage, PDX balayage, Portland hair salon, um, best hair salon, Portland, things like that. Start filling out the top keywords. So underneath that search, if you actually start typing it in, you will see a number to the left corner. And that number is going to give you the higher traffic keywords. So those keywords can be used on your website. Those keywords can be used in your blog post. Those keywords can be used even for LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. And those keywords can be used for Pinterest. So the reason why I want to talk a little bit about this is because Instagram is a great platform for, let's call Instagram fast food. It's like, you know, like yes. you, it's, it's quick. It's a deliver. It doesn't last very long. It's an introduction. It's when you're on the go, when you're standing in that Starbucks line and you're scrolling through. But if you miss it, you miss it and you're not going to see it, right? And so if you are teaching your client, let's say, or pretend you have a testimonial. If you put it in a regular post, that post is only going to live 12 to 24 hours, right? But if you put that into your highlights, for example, and you have all your testimonials on your highlights, then now you have rapport, you know, people can actually click through and they can see different testimonials. Then you want to take that same testimonial, like don't let it die there, you know, take that, that testimonial and yep. build a blog out of it or send it out through email and say, we want to thank our recent, you know, so-and-so for the recent testimonial that means the world to us. If you guys have anything to share, we would love and appreciate it. And anybody that gives us testimonial will we'll give you a 5% kickback or whatever it might be. Like maybe uh, you have something through your retail that you're offering, or 
If you have a referral program, remind your clients of that through your emails, then give them a quick, easy click through where they can write up a review for you on Yelp or Google. And as a thank you, you guys can give them a, a little gift, you know? So things like that. Okay, so now the second part of the question. If you're a team versus an individual, so solopreneurs, they're going to have to market themselves a little differently, right? Because Mm. you're independent and you want to make sure that people are finding you through you. So you might not be doing it at a team team type situation, right? So this is where the the fast food part, the fast food analogy I was using uh, through Instagram, you're going to get some of those newer clients in there, but maybe their return time isn't going to be quite as high because they're they're scrolling through looking for the latest updates or whatever. So where you guys can really capitalize on this is the people who are already sitting in your chair, going back to that old school referral system where you're giving them cards, uh, taking a moment to do little tiny gifts, you know, like giving them a, a card and writing in the card and uh, letting them know how much you love and appreciate them. Something that's like really specific. Maybe it's a joke. Maybe it's something that you said at your last appointment, something that you're looking forward to. Insert a couple of those cards in, send them out to your swan clients. Like that is something as a solopreneur, you can really capitalize on that. And you can make yourself stand out aside Mm -hmm. from the big guys that are just down the street. If you're a group or you're having a team and there are multiple people, it's so important to narrow down your salon culture because your salon culture is going to be an extension of your business and everyone that's inside of that business. So maybe you have stylists who are, you know, they're specific to balayage, you know, they're balayage specialists, or maybe you have somebody who like myself does French haircutting and you can have a contest inside of your own space. So as as a team leader, you definitely want to teach people how they can utilize these platforms the best. You know, it's, it does no good if you know how to do them all on your own. Let your team do that for, for you and for themselves. And it's important. I think a lot of hairstylists or salon owners specifically that I talk to, what's difficult is that they focus so much on they don't want anyone to not need them. You know, it's almost yeah. like... I, <laughs> I don't want to teach yes. them too much because then they'll leave me. And it's like you do yourself a disservice. So what you want to do is you want to place ads on your website, things that you get the highest click-throughs support, right? So remember I was saying like two to five KPIs, like you want to focus on those indicators and treat your business like a business, guys. So like yes. if your website is has all the information that you need, you want to put your efforts into that. And let your stylist have like a fun, you know, contest and the person who wins place an ad on their thing or highlight them on your own social media account. Right. Right. Like it's so important that like when you have a team, you got to lift up that team. You got to support them because they're the ones who make your salon run or happen. And when you're in, 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 when you're an individual, then that's like, you get to be your own beacon. Right. So it's like, you got to handle those in, in slightly different ways. Now there's a lot of stuff that like cross pollinates that you can do very much the same, but just slightly different because you're talking as an individual versus a team environment. Right. But for sure, if you're the 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 leader behind it, you got to make sure that you are empowering and enabling your staff, your salon, your team to do some of that heavy lifting because they're the ones who are like coming into themselves. And then you're marketing them. You're marketing your team environment. Right. Absolutely. And 
one of the key components that I keep kind of grabbing from you, and I think it's so important to highlight is, listen, there are different ways to market, right? You could be looking at marketing your business in terms of attracting new clients, right? It could be Instagram. It's figuring out where your perfect target client lives in terms of mm. their demographic, their age, what, what is the age range, their hobbies, what do they do for a living, right? We have, to, we have to identify that. And a lot of it is basically what you said, Ambrosia, paying attention to who's sitting in your chair and then understanding where that client lives. Do they live on Instagram? Do they live on Facebook? Do they live on TikTok? Like where are they living, right? That's another component to it. But what you keep saying, which I absolutely love, is focusing internally on the clients that you already have and utilizing them with a referral program, which is so incredibly important. And you can yes. do it with cards, handing cards out, but also in a digital version as well through text and email. I think it's so important because clients want to do business with people they know, love, and trust. And who better to be a, an advocate for you? than someone who is a loyal client and has been spending time in your chair. So why not reward them? So it really is looking internally and increasing client retention. And it's way more expensive to attract a new client than it is to retain the ones that you have. But it's also more cost-effective to utilize the clients that you already have to continue to build your business as opposed to like cold calling, if you will, on, on Instagram or on Facebook and trying to attract people who haven't met you yet. Utilize the clients that you already have. That's what I keep getting the message that you're saying. And I am so here for it because people keep looking outside. Everything that you really need is within your business. You, mm -hmm. yeah. the clients yeah. that you have and, and marketing is part of that too. So you mentioned email marketing campaigns, which I live for email marketing campaigns. And I want to talk about that because is it a place where we can use uh, email marketing campaigns to attract new clients or maybe talking about referral programs or, or, and is it a place where it is more about building that relationship and communicating with the clients that you already have and keeping them longer? So I'm curious to hear all of the tips and the scoop that you have on email marketing campaigns. For sure, email marketing needs to be uh, building. It's an extension of you. So you're building that relationship. You can have maybe three pieces of information that you want to give, but you only want one call to action. That's really important. Yes. Okay. Nina, you mentioned that it costs more to get a new client. It actually costs literally five times more to get a wow. new client than to serve the existing clients that you have. Mm. And so that's why I'm placing emphasis on it. It is important to continue to market yourselves because natural attrition is a real thing. Absolutely. You're going to lose clients. You know, they're going to move on. They're going to lose their job. They're going to move. They're going to get divorced. They're going to, you know, all these things happen in life that you have no control over. So marketing does need to continue to happen. But what I'm saying is like that leaky or like if you, if you could have like a leak in the ship, if there was like a hole in that ship, the biggest hole, if you could look at it as, you know, if you wanted to patch one thing up at a time that biggest hole is figuring out how to take better care of the clients that are sitting in today. Because wow. if you have somebody who's going out and they're bad mouthing you, or they had a bad experience, or you didn't take care of them the way that they expected, or, um, you know, something just was off, then it's going to take exactly five more positive things in order to mm. offset that one negative thing. You know, they have, they have the power to be able to bring people into you, but they also have the power to stop that from happening yes. as well. Oh my God. So it's really important that we just make sure that if, if we have more clients, more clients, more 
clients coming in, but then the turnover is really, you know, quick, then we're constantly having to just like grab, 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 instead of building that deeper rooted relationship. Because if you have a client that's been seeing you for years and years and something is slightly off, they're going to know like, okay, this wasn't the best, but we have so much history together. Like there's, there's more forgiveness there, Mm -hmm. forgiveness, forgiveness. There's more forgiveness there. But if you have a brand new client, like everything has to be on full working order and it has to be perfect in order for them to be like, okay, I'm going to come back and see her again. Otherwise, bye. Right. See yes. See you later. Yep. So I, sorry, I got lost. I got caught up in a tangent because you guys were talking about the question with email marketing. So let's get back to that. Email marketing is an extension of you. So only pick three things to talk about. They could be the same three things like tip of the week or what's, what's happening or, you know, what's happening could be like so-and-so got a promotion. Let's congratulate mm-hmm. them. Or so-and-so just went on vacation and they just got inspired by these things. You can interview your own stylist. As a matter of fact, Ooh, you can yes. say like her top favorite things. You could have a, a, a fashion feature where like our favorite Pantone colors that are coming in for this next season are blah, blah, blah. It doesn't have to just be hair, have it be an extension of your culture, right? So like your culture can be in there. And then you can have one call to action. The call to action could be like, we have a sale that's coming up. We don't want you to miss out on it. Or, you know, we have, uh, we have, maybe you have like a download that you want to give. We have a cheat sheet for you guys on how to take care of your dry ends during the winter time. You know, it could be any of those kinds of things. And you guys, this information, you're making it way too complicated. Look at what you're posting on Instagram on an everyday basis or every other day basis and just fold all those into one email, right? So it's like, you can have like your top tip of the week. You don't even have to do it weekly. As a matter of fact, if that's too overwhelming for you, make it a monthly, like a monthly check-in or a monthly meeting or a monthly newsletter, whatever that looks like for you. But it, it is a way to extend out to other clients who maybe you haven't heard from in a while, or maybe, you know, you just want to share something with them and it's, you're just inviting them back in again without, without like cold calling and being like, Hey, we haven't heard from you in a while. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about you, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, it's okay to do that too. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, but then you're getting one person at a time. Right. So like with email marketing, you get to get your whole tribe, like your whole environment, you get to get everyone all at once. And that's the reason why it's so important to tap into your culture, because that they're an extension of your culture. Let them feel like they're a part of it. They shouldn't have to feel like they're part of it every six weeks, every eight weeks when they come in to see you, let them do, let them feel like they're a part of that all the time. Right. I have something that I visualized when you were talking about, you said something that was so beautiful and you're like, when you're rushing out the door of your business, trying to attract new clients, I was like imagining like the Olympics and like the sprinters where you're at, you're eventually going to what run out of steam. You're not going to be consistent. Like you need recovery. Mm. And then I imagine all of the guests that are already there with you, you're walking with them on the beach. And like, it's the relationship that kind of like in my mind, like played a story. So it's like remembering that client retention is what's going to move you forward with still that mindset that you do want those new guests coming in, but it's the people who already believe in you and trust in you. And it's our 
role and should be our rule of engagement that they come first, whoever is already existing and then everyone around them and you walking around your business and your atmosphere that you're at will then pay attention because it can feel that energy. So ambrosia deep. Yeah. Go deep, not wide. Yes. Go deep, not wide. Amen. Well, it will, it will sustain your business guys. I mean, I've been in the industry long enough to say I have successfully made it through, you know, a a major recession. Right. And like, that is a time where you learn a lot of stuff, but take other people's advice. When you hear that, don't make it so complicated, you know, just go deeper, not wider. I love that. And it just really is all about communication and relationships and email marketing campaigns. Like it's so important to continue to nurture and educate your clients when they're not in your chair. It is so yeah. important to maintain that relationship because eyes wander. You know what I mean? When they're not in your chair for six, seven, eight weeks, <laughs> okay. they wander. Okay. So we got to keep eyes on you. And if like Ambrosia said, maybe once a week could be too much. Maybe you do twice a month or once a month check-in, but continue to educate and nurture those relationships because that is where you're going to see that consistency in terms of like the clients that you do want to continue to spend time with. So Don't sleep on email marketing campaigns. When Instagram goes down, you still have a whole entire email list of people that you can market to. And I suggest, I highly suggest on your website to have a pop-up on your website that captures their email. And it could be something fun. It doesn't have to be like, join our newsletter. It could be something fun that really stands in your culture, right? But you grab their email information and then you, you have an automation. You have an email that welcomes them. And then you continue to nurture that lead. So have a pop-up, something that when they come on your website, that it really attracts them to sign up for your website, I mean, for your email campaign, and then just keep sending them information and educating them. And it may take six months for them to click the book now button. But eventually, if you keep speaking and living in your truth and being honest with your brand and speaking that message and they connect to it, they're going to book now. So don't sleep on email marketing campaigns. Yes. Perfect. I love it. I love it. I I do want to ask him, are there some resources or apps that are living on your phone right now, or maybe your favorite email marketing host um, that you can share with all of us? So I have used several different platforms throughout the years, and I have found that I actually like Flowdesk the best. Now I do have to pay monthly for that, but They have pre-made templates that you can just drop and load and it makes it so much easier. They have these prompted, um, you know, verbiage in there and you're switching the words around, but it just makes it so much easier because it's already pre-organized. I used to use MailChimp for a long time and they have the same similar, something similar, but I prefer the looks of Flowdesk a little bit more. And Mm. I do feel like they simplify it. It's more visual, which is what we've grown to get so fond of rather than like, word heavy. And I think in our industry, um, being in the beauty industry, we do, we are attracted to more visual forward images and things like that and um, messaging. So um, I've been using that. We use uh, something called Emma, which is actually a a system and we do pay for that for the salon. And uh, that is through our processing system or PO. We use that through our processing system and it it just houses like a lot of, um, subscribers on there. So 
typically when a client checks in, we do have a front desk. And when a client checks in, we do get their information. Uh, you know, they, they do get email and they can opt out of it if they want to as well. So we give them that option just so that they don't feel like they're getting spammed. Right. But we do want their email because they do get email confirmations. So that's kind of how we receive our information. And we use Emma through that as a marketing system. Um, no matter what platform that you choose, just just start out with something small and make it short and simple. They don't have to be pages and pages of information because we already know that our attention spans under three seconds. So let's just make them simple. <laughs> be clear. Just just like it could be one sentence, one paragraph. It doesn't have to be a ton, you know, just something that is an extension of you. And it's just like a quick little hello check in, you know, an inspiration, uh, something that's filled with education whatever it is that just defines you as a person, as a business, as a salon. Um, and then the other things that you can use are uh, like keywords, right? So like uh, Google AdWords, that's something that you can use or even like a Google My Business. If mm. you go through Google My Business, that's another really great way to reach your audience. And it, initially it's free too. So you can kind of play around with that first. So, but one of the things that I want to put in perspective is, um, I'll, I'll use one of the stylists that's in my salon for an example. Uh, she says to me, Ambrosia, it's so hard for me to set up the time to take photos and then I have to post the photos and it just feels exhausting. And it's hard because like sometimes I don't have like new content. And I think we live in this world where we feel like we always have to have new, 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 mm. but it's like, it's okay to repurpose some of your big yes. stuff. Right. And so like as a business, if you're treating things as a business, it doesn't matter if you're a solopreneur, entrepreneur, a serialpreneur, that part doesn't matter. It's like, what are your biggest pieces that is grabbing your audience the best? Like what resonates with them the, the best? So if you go back to your stats and you see what's performing really well, just place an ad on it. $5 a day. Like you can just do that for a week rather than putting up a brand new thing all the time. So less can be more just quality, go for quality mm. over quantity. Cause that quality is, it's just going deep, not wide. I'm going to say that again. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds really dirty when you say it. So I'm like, go deep, not wide. <laughs> I literally earlier was like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, that's my motto. <laughs> I love it. Business. In life. Business and in life, yes. <laughs> oh my God. This has been so fun, first of all. I love it. Also so informative, just with the keywords and Google, yes. Google my business, the e you know, the email information and everything that you're sharing about relationships. And I know that the three of us are really in synergy when that word comes up the relationships, because we just believe in that so heavily. Yes. And I feel like sometimes, especially now in this business, things are drifting a little bit away from the relationship. And we have to really make sure that we keep that close because it really is the absolute best way and the surest way for you to continue to grow your businesses by creating those relationships. So Ambrosia, you are a wealth of knowledge I know that we could probably have you back on 10 times and you can share so much information. Where can people find you on Instagram? Do you have a website? Where can they reach out to you? Drop all of your information. 
Yes. So if you actually just go to um, ambrosiacarry.com and you can find me on Instagram at ambrosiacarry, um, you'll find all the information or resources there. I do individual coaching. We also have group coaching. I have courses through uh, an academy that I, you know, online academy called Successful Status Academy. So you can find all that information there. Um, you know, I'm, I'm hugely passionate about people kind of figuring out where their story comes from, because that's another piece of marketing is your actual story. And I know that it can feel overwhelming. There are a lot of things you can do and you might only do a third of it. And so the point of that is going to the third, that's going to make the biggest impact so that it supports you and it lets you sleep at night and you can actually, you know, build your business through those resources. Um, and it is something you can do by yourself. You don't have to hire somebody to do it for you. Mm. And I think that's the biggest or the falsest, the most false thing that I could probably say is out there is that people feel like they have to hire someone to do it for them or, and, and you can, you can do that too. That's an option. But for solopreneurs who are just starting out and they're like, well, I just, I don't have the fine. I can't hire somebody. I just yeah. I physically can't. And so it's like, okay, well, you can start here. So coming up with a game plan. It's, it can be that simple. And it's like, once you check off this and then you get to this point and then you have extra income that's coming in from this and you're putting it into a separate account and that separate account now gets to be that 5% that I was talking about earlier that you can put back into your campaigns or put into ads. Like it can be really freeing and empowering knowing like, oh my gosh, I've hit this level. And now I have this really great setup funnel that I've built. And then you can actually afford to hire somebody who's going to make that funnel larger and they're doing it for you. And then now it's like on autopilot. So it is absolutely possible to happen. It's just coming up with a game plan and strategizing it. Mm. Tell them, make sure <laughs> if you didn't get enough today, make sure that you go on her Instagram and follow her. You have great videos too. I love your videos. I love your TikToks. Yes. I love everything that you're doing and what you're sharing. And you're just so honest and true to yourself and, uh, just authentic in, in the information that you share. And that's why I appreciate you so much. So thank you again for sharing all of your information with us. Make sure that you go and follow her on Instagram, give a follow to our sponsor at Oligo pro and my best guy at it's Mr. J Ladner and myself at Nina Tulio. And if you learn anything from listening to us today, please know that it is okay to live in your truth and remember to always live your life out loud. See you next time. 